binoculars and what do I see? Jersey Devil, Chupacabra, half a dozen Yeti. But no matter, baby, what I do, I can't seem to find you. Welcome to Featured Creatures. I am Alan. I'm Alex. I'm Garrett. Oh boy, today's is going to be a big one. The big one? It's the most notes I've had to take on anything. And we have a returning segment today. Really? The segment returning today is Real Weird Animal. It, I like that name. That's Is that what we call it the first time we did it? No, we didn't have a name last okay, time. Okay, alright. I just wrote down Real Weird Animal and I'm like, I like the sound of that. That's a, that's a good one. I like that name. Bravo. Yeah, so today's Real Weird Animal. I uh, should explain the segment again. It's an animal that's real. But weird. <laughs> How weird is it? I Goblin like, shark. You gotta, you gotta do the introduction. It's an animal that's, that's weird. Sorry. It's an animal that's real. Real weird. <laughs> we'll, we'll workshop this. Okay. <laughs> so today... How workshopped is it? Goblin shark. So not very. This is gonna be my answer to everything. Uh, today's real weird animal is the goblin shark. Uh, it's a rare species of deep sea shark. This pink-skinned animal has an elongated, flattened snout and a spring-loaded jaw. <laughs> spring-loaded. It's called slingshot feeding when it feeds. Really? That's the term that the scientists use for it. So are there, are there other things that practice slingshot feeding, to your knowledge? Not that I know of. We, I is that more? That it, but they don't eat. We'll see, right, exactly, like, they just kill. kill. Uh, the neomorphs... I'll get to the neomorphs. We'll <laughs> so, it's usually between 10 feet and 13 feet. But it has the potential to grow much larger. Okay. Uh, its muscles are flabby. It's a real slow-moving shark. Okay. Um, it's a cold water thing, too. Its skeleton is mushy. Okay. And its skin is real thin. That's so gross. Yeah, it's a deep-sea shark, Careful, dude. Careful, I can't take insults. It's got the thin skin. The skin is so Don't thin. Don't so hard on this So, side. we now have an animal, a real animal, that knocks the thylacine out of water for amount of opening jaw really thylacine was 85 degrees i yep. think 111 degrees is the angle that the jaws on this shark can open i got excited for a second because you said 111 i was thinking 191 so i was like it's like <laughs> it like like opens on itself like umbrellas <laughs> itself but okay so uh, um the jaw shoots out like slingshots out at about 10 feet per second that's pretty fast wow. yeah i was gonna convert it into miles per hour but then i got lazy you and me both, bud. Um, at maximum extension, the jaw can account for as much as 9.4% of the shark's entire body length. Wow. wow. <laughs> That's fucking insane. That is that is real long. So, I, I brought this up in the car ride over here, kinda, but its name comes from a bad translation of the original Japanese name for it, the Tengu-same. Really? The Tengu shark. Yeah, that makes Because sense. for some reason... They, like, people translated Tengu as goblin. Like, even the emoji is Japanese goblin for the Tengu face. Interesting. And, like, I, it's just unlike any other goblin in any other folklore or mythology. That's so, I mean, maybe, okay. What if, hear me out on this, what, like, a goblin is just, like, like a, like a catch-all term? It, I, it is. You know? But, like, that's why it's so vague, because it's just like, oh, well, it's just, you know, kind of like a, like, like a gremlin is, right? Where there's not really... I mean, living yeah. in the 20th century, we kind of think gizmo, you know, we think gremlins, but it... No, I think the uh, <laughs> the electric gremlin. 
the one that became an, an energy yeah. being. I do love that gremlin. Gremlins 2 is great. Or the girl gremlin. I do also like that one. They have a pop figure of girl gremlin. Oh, I know. I'm uh, a fan. Knifehead in Pacific Rim, the kaiju, is based on a goblin shark. Interesting. So is the Neomorphs from Alien Covenant. Okay. They have the same kind of jaw. Interesting. Uh, and the goblin shark mainly eats crustaceans and squid. It just, like, bites them off the ground. That's its That name. makes sense. Because like, like, it's a slow fucking... Yeah. <laughs> With the, you know, lightning fast jaw. Yeah. It's like... And that's it for the goblin shark. That's pretty cool. It, there's a lot more to look up, but... That's not the whole point of the episode. It's just so, a fun, small segment. So then were the Japanese the first to discover it? Because I always thought of this yeah. thing as more like a Scandinavian thing. No, it's, it lives under Japan, like off the Japanese coastline. Wow. Yeah. Wow, I don't know why I thought. I mean, you know, it I can't guess... be, It's not Scandinavian. The, the Greenland shark is the only shark that lives that far north. Wow. It's the farthest. I guess, I guess that's what I must be thinking then. Interesting. Uh, we're going to do one on the Greenland shark. I fucking love that thing. It, it's a cool guy, but I guess that's, I'm just, I'm conflating the two that I figured that, you know. And I thought that Goblin turf. Shark should belong in the Tengu episode, because it's the Tengu shark. That makes sense. Tengu Same, Tengu shark. Yep. We'll do the Kurasu, and, uh, you know, we'll just, uh. So, I guess we'll get to today's featured creature. <laughs> Hold up! Don't take that alley. Bunch of yokai down there. Let's do it. Still feels weird saying that. Really? Yeah. I feel like it's a good segue. That's a good way to refer to uh, a good way to refer to uh, our creatures. So it translates to celestial dog. <laughs> celestial dog, like Astro. Yeah, the name comes from the Chinese dog demon Tiangao. Okay. Uh, the Tengu were considered a kami, a shrine god, or a Shinto shrine god, or and a yokai. So they're both, both run double duty. Uh, different versions. They're traditionally depicted with both human and avian characteristics. There are a few types. There's the Kawa Tengu, the Shiba Tengu, the Ko Tengu, and the Dai Tengu. Interesting. Is the Shiba Tengu named for the for the family? Because, well, I mean, like, the no. not referencing Shinkenju, but, like, actual Shiba. Because, like, Shiba's an old Japanese family name. Uh, so the Kawa Tengu translates to River Tengu. It's a type of Tengu that prefers river living over that mountain life. <laughs> river living is this the kind of tengu that found the ring and became smeagol <laughs> or would have i mean yeah presumably uh they also produce tengubi uh tengu fire okay just like fox fire just yeah. on like floating lights interesting uh floating ball of light used to show the ba- the borders of a dai tengu's territory and they also use it to catch fish interesting uh, they have human bodies with bird-like facial features, including a beak, but they don't got any wings. Okay. They're just like big bird men. And this is, which one is this? This the is the Kawa, the, the Kawa Tengu. Okay. The Shiba Tengu, like, translates to Lon Tengu. Like, L-A-N, or L-A-W-N. Okay. Lon. Uh, it's a regional name for the Kappa. It's not a Tengu, it's just a Kappa. Interesting. Yeah. See, but that's what I mean. Where, like, I think it, like the like Tengu might be, it might actually linguistically be very similar to Goblin, which is kind of a catch-all name for kind of like a group of things. No, nope. do do they all generally share? Aside from this one, that's just a cap. Yep. they all, all generally a, have a like the same kind of thing. Yeah. Okay, but see, I feel like that kind of lends more credence to it then. That they, but well, do they all have like bird-like features? Yeah. Aside from the one that's just the kappa. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. So. Subspecies. The first uh, big chunk, because not a lot of there's not a lot on the Kawatengu. It's just a loser. Okay. 
<laughs> it doesn't believe that it's a polar bear. It's the the Hades of the uh, of the the Tengu family. Yeah. So the meanest yokai you ever laid eyes on, the Karasa Tengu. The Kotengu means lesser Tengu. They're also called Karasu Tengu, which are crow Tengu. Okay. Because they mostly look like crows. I think these are the ones that people are... I guess I can speak for myself. This is the one that I'm mostly familiar with. This is when I think Tengu. This is what I think of. Huh. Birdman. Yeah, because uh, when I think Tengu, I always thought the Dai Tengu, the big nose red boys. I guess I always th- thought of kind of the same thing. Like, I thought of, like, the like the winged Tengu, but with the mask. Hmm. Okay. I get you. Those are the two features I kind so, of associate with it. Uh, they, the Kotengu, they resemble large humanoid crows. Uh, think the Kiki Ion. But black and a crow. <laughs> Instead of like grayish green and an owl, think black and a crow. Okay. Also, wear, it wears clothes. Okay. They usually live alone, but flock together to accomplish their goals. They are hoarders and collect shiny things and magic items. It's like just a crow. <laughs> uh, they throw tantrums and go on destructive rampages when angered. <laughs> just a crow. Uh, Kotengu kind of hate people. They eat human flesh and commit murder, rape, and torture just for fun. Man, what is with Japanese monsters and being rapists? <laughs> so far, it's like... Is this our third one? Yeah. It's two out of three. Two out of three, dude. Two out of three Japanese cryptids can't be wrong. <laughs> I think they can be wrong. Well, I mean, you know, they can't be a wrong descriptor. Uh, they abduct people and drop them. They just, like, pick him up and drop him from a great height. It's probably really funny when they land. Oh, uh, probably. This one is kind of funny, but also kind of fucked up. Yeah. Oh, God. Uh, okay. They tie children to the top of trees so everyone can hear their scream, but no <laughs> one can reach them. Wow. See, they just have a really, really dark sense of humor. This is, this is Kappa bro level, I mean. And trying I to get into the, trying to Trying to rush the frat, but they can't do it. <laughs> uh, they kidnap people. And make them eat dookie until they go insane. Wow. Again, this is, a, this is hazing. Until they go insane. <laughs> they just kidnap people and force feed them animal feces. Everybody else is like the other ten who were like, yeah, dude, we're all trying to get in. We're doing it. They're like eating pudding and like crushed up like, you know, Mars bars or whatever. And but they're like, very... Look at that clown over there. He's actually eating poop, dude. He bought it. <laughs> the doofus ten <laughs> Exactly. It's that scene from Undercover Brother. It's like eat all the bar food and... Uh, I, want the, I still want that wristwatch that shoots out hot sauce. <laughs> Is that undercover, brother? Yeah. No, that's ladies. I'm thinking ladies, man. Oh. I'm thinking ladies. Yeah. Man. Yeah, yeah. Oh, but yeah. The Key and Peele sketch, and they're trying to oh. out-soul food each other. <laughs> Human foot nailed to a cellar door. I only got one question. Y'all want gravy on that? Hey, food with no gravy. Hey, food without gravy. <laughs> uh, but their very favorite thing to do. Their very favorite thing, like, they fucking Num- love number this. Number one favorite thing. Top is ten. tormenting monks and nuns, robbing temples, and trying to seduce clergy. Wow. Wow. Uh, all the folklore about the Kotengu is mostly it being tricked by clever humans. Interesting. <laughs> People putting themselves over the, the spirit realm here. I, I just like that its favorite thing to do is, like, go up to, like, just, some like, monks with the and be like, hey, how you doing? The, it's the uh, but it's like a crow, so it's like <laughs> the uh, armored skeptic of the of the bird world, <laughs> trolling religious figures. Uh, that's that's the small description for the Kotengu I got. And now, 
the 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 best, the greatest, the guy, the Dai Tengu, the greater Tengu. It's the one I think of, red with a fan, big old nose. Uh, they are much larger and imposing than the Karasu Tengu. Dai Tengu appear more human, usually that of a man dressed in the ro- in robes. Man, wow, I did a bad writing. I put usually that of a man dressed in the robes of a man dressed in the robes <laughs> of an ascetic Ooh. monk. Robeception. <laughs> so it's a man dressed as an ascetic monk with a uh, red skin and incredibly long and phallic nose. The longer the nose, the more powerful the Tengu. Oh my god. It's like Pinocchio. I don't think Pinocchio gets stronger the more he lies. See, his I lies think, I think you're wrong. But, I mean, I feel like his ability to exist as a human is dependent on his ability to lie. So, like, <laughs> right. the, the, the nose signifies how much better, ironically, he could fit in. <laughs> Alright. And uh, large feathered wings on their backs. Daitengu live solitary lives on mountaintops removed from humanity. They spend most of their time meditating and perfecting themselves. They possess great pride, wisdom, and uh, more power than the other Tengu. But they are just as savage and unpredictable. <laughs> Not a lot of rape from the Daitengu, though. Do they Do they have bird features under the mask? It's not a mask. That's their face. Okay, so their so only this... bird features on these guys is their wings. Okay, so these ones have the wings, but not the... Okay. okay. Yeah, it's just like a dude with a red skin, long nose. It's level 48 Tengu, it finally it evolved yeah. and lost the bird features. Got over the whole making people eat shit. Yeah. It, I mean, so, you grow I, out of that how, uh, However, they possess, also possess more self-restraint and occasionally give aid to worthy humans. Interesting. I have some stories down here for these... For all Tengu. Really? Except for the river Tengu. They are done. I don't think they're <laughs> ever referred it. to again. Uh, Tengu are born when a person dies that is not wicked enough to go to hell, but too angry, vain, and proud or heretical to go to heaven. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Alright. It's like some kind of earthly purgatory. The Tengu is a personification of those excessive vices, uh, magnified and empowered in a new demonic form. Interesting. Uh, Knowledgeable men become Dai Tengu and ignorant ones become Ko Tengu. Okay. That's I was gonna I was gonna say that I, I thought it was interesting that like sort of the the dichotomy between the one that one enjoys sort of chastising the the clergy and the other becomes one. Yeah, the the there's a mountain based religion that are based on the Tenku. A mountain based religion. Yeah, they're just mountain hermits. Intr- okay, okay, yeah. okay. The greatest of these Dai Tengu are Sojobu of Kurama, Tarobu of Atago, and Jirobu of Hira. There are the three name like there's I think there's about thirteen or fourteen named Dai Tengu. Wow. Because there also goes Karasu Tengu for the Ko Tengu. These ones go by their individual names. I see. Uh, da, 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 da. The first recorded mention of a Tengu was in seven hundred and twenty. Wow. AD. Wow. Uh, there are some folk tales. <laughs> this one. Uh, the Tengu's magic cloak. A boy pretends a piece of bamboo is a magic telescope and can see distant places. Like, distant lands. Okay. Uh, a Tengu overwhelmed by curiosity offers a trade for his magic cloak of invisibility. Having duped the Tengu, the boy uses the cloak as... Uh, the cloak to cause mischief. <laughs> okay. And thus the cycle begins. He starts making everyone eat shit. <laughs> right? He becomes a Kotengu. <laughs> the Tengu gets super mad that he has a fucking... Uh, there's another one. The old man's lump removal. 
<laughs> An old man has a face tumor. <laughs> he, uh, while in the mountains, he comes across a band of partying Tengu. He joins them. He dances so good, they invite him back and remove his tumor. The end? His terrible neighbor, <laughs> who also has a tumor, decides to go do the same, but since he's a D-bag and a bad dancer, the Tengu give him the other guy's tumor. Oh, oh, so he has two now. It wasn't It wasn't enough that it was like, hey, he deserves to have a tumor. It was like, you deserve two tumors, buddy. <laughs> Your dick? Here's you another get, tumor. You get two tumors because you can't dance. Yeah. Uh, that's the Phil Collins story. I can't dance. <laughs> so, uh... There's more folktale stories, but I only put down three of them. Okay. The last one is the Tengu's fan. A scoundrel obtains a Tengu's magic fan, uh, which can shrink and grow noses. He secretly uses it to monstrously enlarge the nose of a rich man's daughter, then trades shrinking it in exchange for her hand in marriage. Nice. I like this guy. (laughs) Later, he accidentally grows his nose in his sleep. His nose grows so big that it reaches the heavens, <laughs> causing him great pain. Oh, oh, oh man! Woo. I just imagine the, the 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 rich man's daughter the week. I'm like, honey, there's something different about you. I don't know what it is. And he's just, just screaming. <laughs> just like you just seem so confident. Like you have this. You can have this new, more active and fulfilling lifestyle. <laughs> he's just feeling. <laughs> freezing <laughs> and burning on his nose at the same time. It's like, <laughs> I can't wait to introduce you to all my friends. They just I wonder if they'll notice, you know. I wonder. <laughs> uh, so the Daitengu Soju uh, Sojobu uh trained Minam- uh, Min- Minamu Minamoto Yoshitsune. <laughs> I know the name. Uh as Minamoto grew more famous and respected, so did the respect towards the Daitengu. Wow. Uh, that's the guy from the tale again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, one of Japan's greatest warriors. Uh, by the 19th century, the warlike nature and vicious demeanor of the Tengu came to be seen as honorable traits. And their knowledge and skills were popularized in No and Kabuki theater. Makes sense. From then on, Tengu have remained one of the most well-known and loved subjects of Japanese folklore. Say it on the Tengu, except for the pop culture references. Okay, I know there's going to be a ton of these. There are quite a bit. I know I, when, when I asked what we were going to do, and you said Tengu, one thing came to mind to me that was a pop culture reference oh. that I knew was going to worm its way in here uh, is that the like grunt enemies in uh, the first Mighty Morphin Power Rangers movie are Tengu. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I didn't write that one down because I was sure you were going to bring it up. <laughs> it, mostly because I want to mention Ivan Ooze. And, like, I wanted to do, like, a bunch of really bad Ivan Ooze impressions throughout. Man. But I just, it didn't. There was no organic way to introduce it. As so a I child, I was very attracted to that fucking girl with the whistling stuff. I thought you were going to say Ivan Ooze. And I was just, like, <laughs> not, I, not, not really, like, surprised. Just, like, what, like, what about Ivan Ooze? Like, I don't, but it, I mean, that. God, what was her name? I don't remember. Krista? I think, I mark my words, it was Krista. <laughs> well, we have to watch it then. Yeah. Well, it's got I mean, Tengu. <laughs> have to. Uh, let's start with the Shift Tree from Pokemon. Shift Tree of Tengu. Yep. Uh, my second favorite character in Toriko, Tengu Brunch. <laughs> 
I guess based on Tengu, you say he's from. Uh, he's from the new world. He's from the new the uh, new world, and he's like from North America. Yokai. No, in Toriko, they have the world map, and then they have like a huge unexplored world map because the world is being cooked and is growing bigger. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. it's expanding. Toriko's weird and great. Yep. No, it uh, it is. He's from else. like the monster village, and he. Like, his cooking implements is a cauldron and the fucking feather fan that Tengu's had. Nice. He also has batteries lodged in his neck to give him electric powers. <laughs> Freaking Tori. He's so good. Uh, the leader of the Eastern Yokai in Ushio and Tora is a Dai Tengu. Uh, Kaku Ranger and Ninjinger have Monsters of the Week that are Tengu. In Ninjinger, I think it's a clarinet mixed with a Tengu. That makes so sense. So its nose is a big old yep. clarinet. In the American version in Ninja Steel, I think it, they called it, like... <sighs> bagpipe demon or something wow it's i mean i can kind of see it but yeah yeah. uh isn't there a tengu in shinkenju Mm, i want to say there's a monster maybe i'll I'll watch it again but they're monsters that are weak aren't really like well yeah they're not like i think they're they're they don't they don't follow the trend of being anything specifically yeah they're just things that make humans sad i think yeah uh a super annoying enemy in neo they are uh, a boss. massive anuses. Yeah. There's a boss in Okami. That's a Tengu. <laughs> SCP-746 is a Tengu. Just literally a Tengu. It just like, is a that's, Tengu. That's the whole, the whole thing is like redacted a Tengu. No, it's just like a whole description. And the description is dude with red skin with bird wings and a long nose. Okay, yeah. So it's just a Tengu. Uh, in Guild Wars, there's a bunch of Tengu. Apparently there's a faction or some shit really yeah you just play as tango no okay it's it was a weird long thing that i didn't have the energy or effort to the guild wars (laughs) uh D &D and pathfinders littered with them tengu man and mega man 8 yep i do (laughs) love tengu man um that one is definitely more the uh, the karasu tengu type though uh tengu man no he's not isn't he no he's not I he's got I'm the fan red, he's got a pointy red Oh, nose. you're right. Yeah. You're right. Uh, there's Kara Tenmon and Digimon, which is a Karasu Tengu. Kara Tenmon. Yeah. yeah. And in Legend of the Three Caballeros, the new the new show that's only available on an app in the Philippines. <laughs> in um, English, for some <laughs> reason. Uh, the Karasu Tengu guards the exit of the underworld. And I'm pretty sure you will have heard an audio clip from that. At least twice in this episode. Oh boy. <laughs> At least twice. Lastly, Yokai Watch and pretty much any Japanese video game that features Japanese video game or anime that features Yokai will have a Tengu in it somewhere. I think they're just they're really synonymous with it. They're one of the things that I really like along with Kappa. Yeah. They're one of the things that Even I, in I really Street think Fighter, of. there's freaking Dan Hibiki's dad yeah. kinda looks like a Tengu. Yeah. But he only has a long nose because the shit was kicked out of him by Sagat. <laughs> well, shoot, Mister Mister Karate in uh, in yeah. King of Fighters like intro animation is just him dressed as a Tengu. Yeah, yeah, they're all over. <laughs> they're the place. littered. They litter the world. They're popular. Like, I don't think you could go to a sushi restaurant without seeing a Tengu mask. No, I do want one of those masks. Oh yeah, me too. That that and the, the big sake saucer. Those are the the two things. Specifically, the same size as the one that the villain in Shinken the Mage. Has. Yep, it's just it's so big and luxurious. It's like yeah. a, it it's about a third the size of like the table we're all sitting at right now. It's so yeah. big. It's great. All right. 
that's it for the Tengus. Yeah, I got nothing. I don't. I don't. I didn't know about the River Tengu before I did the research. I also. Didn't. I only knew about the Karasu Tengu and the regular Tengu, the Dai Tengu. Oh. I didn't know about the f- regional name for the Kappa. Yeah. <laughs> it's so interesting. Ugh. So. I'm gonna go Tengu, maybe. Definitely the Tai the Dai Tengu, because I mean. It, Aside from the magical powers associated with their objects, I could believe that like a bunch of hermits living in the mountain would yeah. sort of build a, uh, a kind of a, a, a mystical following about them. Yeah. I mean, holy people kind of always do anyway. So I could see that for sure. The rest of them, not so much. When crows harass you and take all your stuff, you have to make something up. <laughs> right. You can't be the one guy who got tricked to eat poop. So. You can't be like, <laughs> oh, oh man, regular, why was he right? He's just guys going to town on a bunch crow of poop. tricking someone and eating poop. <laughs> That's the crow I want in charge. <laughs> uh, you know, it just occurred to me, though, that I, I would love to see. You mentioned Three Caballeros. I mentioned when we saw Teen Titans Go. Shameless plug for that. Uh, Shame. that That's uh, your plug, then. That it is. I'm plugging movies. it early. Um, it, I mentioned that for the live-action Dumbo, we won't have the, the, the crows, at least almost certainly. But it would be funny if they were sort of, uh, if we had Tengu crows. At least one of them was just a Tengu. <laughs> just like vaguely, even just like a regular crow, but is just like Japanese for some reason. There's that um, other Japanese crow monster that's the three-legged crow. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's three legs? <laughs> I thought it was one. I thought it's it had one legs. big leg. Oh, all right then, three legs. At least I'm pretty sure. I'm 98 percent sure. But even but even then, I mean, like I think that would be kind of that would be a fun nod to just like I don't. It wouldn't even be a nod to anything. It would just be funny to see. Like and the end of the movie ends up with Dumbo becoming Ganesh. It. <laughs> oh man, it's a uh, like Dev Patel as the voice of Dumbo in the movie. <laughs> oh man. Oh boy. Uh, good times, dude. Honestly, well, I'd watch it. Shefton had his plug of Teen Titans go to the movies. <laughs> Any reason why, Shefton? It was a fun movie. And, it, like, I'm I'm behind anything that wants to kind of troll its fan base. And it, like, the movie... The movie is, like, kind of the sort of meta, like, the story of the show. That it, like, people kind of dump on it because it's goofy and just, like, not at all serious. And, like, people want, like, serious brooding Teen Titans. And it, like... <laughs> You not to give any spoilers, but it is kind of about that issue. It was real good, and the mid-credit scene was oh yeah, fucking so fun. Yeah. Uh, also, no end-credit scene, so you don't have to stay to the very end. Yeah. <laughs> I still like to because of credits, but oh yeah. Um, did we plug Dune before? I'm sure we have, but why not, dude? Honestly, it's Dune. It's a sort of a seminal work of I'm fiction. Do Dune again. Uh, especially Just do one of the other books. We got two Dune movies coming out relatively soon. Now, I'm gonna do the the sci-fi channel like <laughs> mini series. Mini series, yeah. They weren't as good as the movie and had some weird, weird super speed CG effects for. Because uh, he yeah. makes the still suit out of all the little makers. Okay. <laughs> all right. And he gets super speed. It's what turns him later into the God Emperor of Dune. Okay. All right. <laughs> I've never seen it. I was going to say it gets an A plus for for sticking better to the story. But it B sticks for... exactly to the story. Is that what happens in the book? It's not the first book anymore. It 
But I thought they had still like didn't like they just had still suits. Yeah, yeah. The second book, the uh, what's his name? Paul Paul Trades, New Deep. His son. Yeah, yeah. Gets the still suit made of. Okay, so he he makes a still suit out from, of okay. little makers, which that makes turns him into the god. I, mi- I misunderstood yeah. what you meant. Okay, all right. That's what I'm doing. Alan, Alan got any sense? I don't think I have anything this time. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So the miniseries is Children of Doom. Uh, I think so. I, I think, think it's the second it and third book. No, it's just Children of Dune. Yeah, because like I think it's like Dune, Children of Dune, Chapter House Dune. Uh, Maybe. no, it's Dune, Children Dune. I think then God Emperor of Dune. Yeah, yeah, and then Chapter House is like the the it's one of the, the yeah, 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 yeah. It's like based on partially completed works. Yeah. All right. <laughs> uh, that, that's it for this. Uh, you can email us. The email is featuredcreaturepod at gmail.com uh follow us on twitter for updates and just fun stuff and polls uh twitter is at fecre f-e-r-c-r-e uh we have an instagram and a facebook page and a a twitch stream that's all featured creatures and a youtube that's also featured creatures so do any of those things you give us a follow send us your uh, your fan mail send us your fan art and uh remember all you need to do to be a cryptozoologist is to say you're a cryptozoologist. <laughs> I I'm, I can't do the poop eating, but yeah, <laughs> poop eating. Eat that, that's yeah, that's that's really what stuck with me. <laughs>